When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Michael K. Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Hi, a little uh, back and forth here at the Worldwide Leader. Uh, so J.J. Reddick, uh, who has never met an opinion he didn't want to opine on, uh, really took a shot at Doc Rivers, his former coach with the Clippers. He said that, you know, Rivers is an excuse maker. He's making an excuse now with the Milwaukee Bucks. He went on and on. Um, And then it kind of got a little back and forth with several people. Uh, Let's listen first to what J.J. Redick said on uh, on first take calling out his former coach. I've seen the trend now. I've seen the trend for years. What's the trend? The trend is always making excuses. Get Doc, we get it. Taking over a team in the middle of the season is hard. It's hard. We get it. Just like getting traded in the middle season is hard for a player. We get it. Mm -hmm. But it's always an excuse. It's always throwing your team under the bus. They lose to Memphis. Oh, it's his players. Memphis was playing G League guys and two-way guys. And then you look at his quotes over the weekend. Now he wants to take credit for the James Harden trade to the Clippers working out. He wants credit for that. There's just no (laughs) – there's never accountability with that guy. All right. So he takes a shot at Doc, which is his right. It's first take. You're supposed to give your opinions. Pat Beverly – then took shots at another guy who did never met an opinion he didn't like. Never met an opinion he didn't like. And Beverly went after him. And uh, he, he just said, You this guy saved your career, and now you're going at him once you get on TV. And and Reddick went back and said, Save my career. He said, I had a four-year offer from another team. He didn't save my career. Then Beverly fires back at him again and says that Reddick got torched by James Harden when the Clippers lost a 3-1 lead to the Rockets. And and Beverly goes, if I'm being honest, he should have started Jamal Crawford. Then Reddick, 11 minutes ago, comes back and said, luckily the cameras in the arenas have better eyes than you. 289 half-court matchups, 21-56 shooting by Harden as a contesting defender, 37.5% field goal percentage, 0.94 points per direct ISO allowed on 37 isolations. I guess that's getting torched. Three question marks. And then Austin Rivers, Doc's son, he joins the fray. And Doc, Austin Rivers now works for us. And this is what he said on NBA Today. First off, I don't feel responsible for my dad. He's a grown man. He could do his own thing. Uh, but in this regard, I just simply don't agree with it. For someone who's not accountable, he seems to always be held responsible, considering he's the guy that's always fired when things don't go right. <laughs> he got fired in the bubble for a 3-1 lead versus the Denver Nuggets, which in half his team didn't want to be there. They had players saying that their mind wasn't there. He had guys leave. That happened. Then he gets fired for losing to a team that was favored over him, which was the Celtics last year. It seems like he's always responsible. It's just it's strange coming from J.J. And I have some love for J.J. You're my dookie. You know that. You're my bro. I love you. <laughs> it's just your best years were with the Clippers. I don't think he saved your career. I appreciate you, Pat. But I don't think this just seems a little bit weird. They're, they're three and seven. Damon's missed most of those games. Middleton's missed a lot of those games. They haven't even had their full team yet. We'll see what happens. The pressure is there. They do have to perform. But in terms of accountability, like what, what are we doing here? Your best years in the NBA were when you played for him in the Clippers. Let's not forget that. I don't know if there's like frustration there or there's tension there between you. I know a lot of times we had to sit you towards the end of the game due to defensive reasons. But you had your best 
best years as a starter there, especially our whole system was drafted around you because you're a shooter. You're not a guy who could put the ball on the floor. You were a strictly shoot guy. You're not like Clay Thompson or Steph who could put the ball on the floor. You were a guy who could catch and shoot. And you did it at a high level. Hell of a career, by the way. Big fan. But your best years were under him. It's just very ironic and kind of weird that you have this energy towards him in terms of him never, ever being accountable considering he's always been responsible. That would be my response. Oh, man, I love it. Getting nasty, but I'll tell you what, Doc brought this on himself. He broke a contract with ESPN to bail out to take the Buck job. He was a Buck uh, consultant behind the scenes when no one knew about it, including ESPN. He took the job that uh, Adrian Griffin got fired for, and now the team's 3-7. and seven. So you're going to be in the crosshairs of a lot of people. And then Doc doesn't help himself, like taking credit for the James Harden trade. You know, he told he told the uh, you know, he told the Clippers that he'd be better with you than he would be with the uh, stop, Doc. Too many opinions. Just get 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 the buck straightened out. But I will say this: everything JJ might have said might have been true. But I know because I'm petty, and I have people that I'm waiting in the tall grass for. Okay, you, you believe me. People can listen to my morning show all the time. They know the people that I wait in the tall grass for. And when the opportunity comes up, I'll take a shot. JJ looked like he was waiting for an opportunity to take a shot. That's how it felt to me. It didn't feel that way to you. Well, maybe he probably like even Austin said. Maybe there's something between them. I don't know. Let's listen to Doc Rivers on Sirius XM on the Bucks firing Griffin. Personally, I you know I'll be honest. I, I told our owners uh, when they called. I said I think you. I don't understand why you're doing this, you know. Um, and they said, you know, one of the things they said was, well, it doesn't matter. We're, we've done it now. And um, we, we we want you. And, and so that was a tough one. I didn't, I, that was, that's where you had the hesitation. So, I mean, a lot of things there. I don't think Doc has helped himself with this whole Buck thing. I just don't think he's helped himself. No. I think he looks bad. I mean, you, you signed on with ESPN and said you're going to be there at least a year and you left midway. You kind of left the whole number one team in flux. Now J.J. Redick is the guy that's going to replace him and work with Mike and Doris. So it, it's it, it's on Doc. Doc had a pretty pristine reputation. He, he blew a lot of 3-1 leads. I get it. He won a championship with the Celtics. But the reputation was always good. But then when you break a contract with ESPN and then you go to the Bucks and you were secretly, covertly like advising them and then you get Adrian Griffin's job and then you've been terrible right. since you took over. I mean, all of these things are going to make it, you look bad. None of it looks good, but also none of that was what JJ said. No, JJ's talking about there's something else. Yeah, there. there's some. There's another personal thing that's there. And I love the way his son defended him, but there is a difference between accountability and the fact that you're responsible. Yeah, you're going to lose your job if you don't do a good job. But that doesn't mean that you're you can't deflect responsibility when things are looked upon. There's always an excuse for everything, but he seems to be making a lot of them here. But we'll find out if it's, right now they haven't been able to turn it around. But it does take a little time. I still think that they will end up being okay. He's still a good coach. But they can't play defense. His job is to get them to play defense. Well, but they th- don't have players that can play defense. You got rid of Drew Holiday. You brought in Damian Lillard. You didn't improve your defense. You improved but, your offense. But Because you know, this is happening with the Islanders and Patrick Waugh. Sometimes you make a coaching change because... You just want to spark the team. Maybe a different voice in the room will get them to overachieve. When that's asked of you, then there should be an immediate response. But when you're brought in to change a system, that takes time, Michael. If a team's not playing defense and you're trying to bring in a defensive system, that does take a little time to work, especially on the professional level where these guys maybe aren't as used to being coached as they would be in high school or college. So... He, he wasn't brought in to spark something. He was in to fundamentally change the way they play defense. That's going to take some time. 
But once they get there, I think they'll be better off. Got some news on the Knicks. I just want to, uh, I saw this one tweet. You know, we, we opened the show talking about how Met fans are angry at Little Yankee Boy because I spoke what I thought was the truth. And Don and I had a nice spirited debate about it. So, um, precocious neophyte. Mm-hmm. I think I think I know the guy. Um, so Met fans, I don't pay attention uh, to y- what Yankee fans have to say about the Mets ever. That was Willie Gaga. Okay, great. So Dre Jackson, the Bronx, I think it's Andre Jackson, who I did go to school with in public school, writes, especially this Yankee love since I knew him, which was the third grade. He can talk all that bleep he wants to about not being biased toward them. He can't talk that to me. Andre, really? Are, are we adults here? What I thought in third grade, I carry as a professional and a 63-year-old man? You really believe that? You really, really believe that? That's the well, way you look no, at me. I, I, guess, I, I guess I made quite the impression of you. Of course, as a, as a third grader, I was head over heels in love with the Yankees. I'm a professional now. First of all, never judge somebody on how they were when they were you know, nine years old. Crazy. All right, that's a little stupid. The guy, he's a 63-year-old man now. I think he's matured and changed. But the one thing fans don't get is that you do reach a certain level where you have to be professional. Michael is the announcer for the New York Yankees, so it does benefit him to be a Yankee guy. But come on, at 63 years old, you think he and he does an afternoon drive show for three and a half hours that he has to maybe put fandom aside and just do uh, be a professional? Really? Uh, but you don't do it for a living, so I don't expect you to understand out there as a fan. That if you're a plumber or a doctor or a dentist, you could be Joe Fan and you could be exactly the way you were when you were nine years old. But when you get to a professional level, I mean, you've got to change <laughs> that, a little bit, right? That, that is such weak sauce, Andre. Really, I, you, you're, you're better. better. You're better. You're than better. That. And you don't even know that he's better. I don't. Listen, we don't know. He's listen, better. I, that was 1970. That was the height of my love for the Yankees. He's applying that now to a 63 year old man who's a professional, who, who, who's you know somewhat objective. Do I want the Yankees to win because it's good for yes and good for all of us? Absolutely. I, I root for my company. I root for myself. You root for you. But I mean, you think I'm the same kid that used to wear Yankee shirts to school? Andre, please come back to me babe you look so bad with that comment you're acting like but, you're uncovering uncovering like the secret sauce and it's weak sauce you you sound ridiculous but in defense of these types of fans like they don't get it they they really do think that that's the way you're going to be for the rest of your life because i don't know what he's doing for a living michael maybe you know he's a professional i don't know what he does for a living but if you don't work in sports if you don't look, work for a team you know, uh, then you can afford to be just like you were when you were nine years old. I mean, I, I know guys that are just as diehard for the teams as they were when I grew up with them as kids because they, so they, they sell insurance or they sell cars or whatever, and they can do that. But when you become a professional and you do a talk show where you're expected to talk about the other teams in the market along with the New York Yankees, do you, you uh, listen, it works for some people in this business that they can just be over-the-top fans and, not, and, and, and be biased and have no forward thinking whatsoever. But I've worked with Michael for 20 years, and we certainly worked at a time in this business where that was not looked upon as being professional, that you're going to change over time. Also, you're just going Don, to. I mean, you're privy to it. Peter's privy to it. I have said some really pointed things about people with the Yankees, and I've had screaming matches on the I, phone with said people. Right. So please stop the nonsense. You. You're all embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing your family you, and everybody that came you before family you. Family too. Yeah, and they're embarrassing the your ancestry. Yeah. I, I don't have to build up Michael. All right, he's already there. He's already built up. He's a grown man. But I'm going to tell you that there are people that work in this market for teams 
that if we're offered a talk show, they wouldn't take it because they know they wouldn't have been able, they wouldn't be professional enough about it because they wouldn't be able to shut off their fandom and their love for the team. I, I remember this guy getting eviscerated in 2005, Peter, killed by Yankee fans because he predicted, and rightly so, that the Angels would beat the Yankees in the playoffs. How could you go against the Yankees, Michael? You're the Yankee announcer because he does a talk show and he believed the Angels were going to win and he was proven right. Professional. And but, uh, when I crushed them when they got swept by the Astros, crushed them. Believe me, I heard about it. Doesn't stop me because I have a job to do. But Crushed them. Crushed them in, in 2004 when they blew a 3 nothing lead. I said they'll never get out from under that. It will always be connected to them like a stink. I heard about it, but you're going to tell me the third grade Michael loved the Yankees. He did. He adored the Yankees. Yeah. Michael K at 63 is living that nine-year-old's dream. Doesn't mean I'm the same person. Andre, come on, baby. You're better than that. I want to agree. The thing that is, I'm frustrated because I want to agree with these people and just call Michael Yankee boy because he has his moments. But they gotta, you got to come with better stuff than this. And why don't they call? It's always in a tweet. I, I, it's I, a gutless. But, but stop being a gutless but, little puke. But here's one and I will call say. the man. Here's where I'll go, if you want. Michael is not Yankee boy, but I don't think he has any love for the Mets. You think he's a Met hater more than a Yankee boy? But I don't think that's because he's Yankee boy. I just don't think he's very, very fair to the Mets. Well, you know what? I think I am fair to them, but do I have uh, an axe to grind with them? They fired a guy that I really like a lot. For no reason whatsoever. Right, and the Yankees also let go of him. No, 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 no. Unfortunately, just before you knew him. So they were. Knew him well. No, I knew knew him well then, but the bottom line is they begged him to come back, and he said no. I know, but but listen, I I didn't like it either, Michael, but, you know, that happens, and we'll find out if they're right or wrong. And and I, I believe, you know, I don't know David Stearns. I've never met him. I've never spoken to him. It's not a good look that you didn't even talk to the manager before you fired him. Didn't even talk to him. You had no. your lackey, Billy Epler, do it. You didn't have the guts to do it. Don't tell me you did it afterward. You could have waited till after you got hired to fire him and huh. talk to him. Maybe he could have been just the perfect guy for you, but you couldn't wait. That's not a good look for David Stearns. It's not. And am I biased because I like Buck Showalter? I consider him a really close friend. Yes, I didn't like I'm it either. biased. I didn't like it either. It's awful. It's amateurish. But unfortunately, it's where the business is now, and it, it stinks. But, but if you, you don't know like what? the That's guy, the... you meet with him, you tell him, listen, we love you, but you're not going to stick around. I'm going to go and get another manager. Right. You don't do it That's with somebody else. That's the way you else. do it. No, there's no question. I don't know if that's a Met thing or a Stearns thing, but uh, I, I think that the whole... What, the whole Yankee boy, it's just so old. It's so tiresome. And I, I truly, it, it doesn't really bother me. I, I almost feel bad for the people that use it. If they knew what I have to go through, as you know, you know better than it, the, the tightrope I have to walk. And I, I'm, I'm as honest as I can be on this air. I rip that team a lot. No, you do. And, but there's unfortunately nowhere to compare it to because it's not like Sam Rosen does a talk show or Gary Cohen does a talk show or anybody that's the voice of a team in the New York market. I know Bob Papa does a talk show on Sirius, but it's one of the reasons why you don't see a lot of people that do play-by-play for a team do a talk show because they would not be able to handle both the whole idea of being dubbed boy of the team that they that they root, root for or have to go through what you go through, getting ripped by the Yankees every time that you criticize them, which happens more often than and, you would and like. And you know what? It's not like they say you better not say that, but they want to have their say. They're allowed. Of course. They're allowed to take a piece, piece of me and yell, and I'll yell back, 
and then we go to our corners and do our job. Because they get it. They they get it. They understand. They understand. But there's a lot of organizations that don't understand it and don't get it. All right. So the Knicks finished off the first half, the titular first half, because you know they're well past the 41 game mark. Um, And now there are injuries we have to deal with. So Tom Thibodeau, the Knicks get back on the court tomorrow. Uh, Tom Thibodeau talked about the latest on Julius Randle. We're just taking it step by step. I think it's premature to say anything until you have all the information. So right now he's preparing to come back to play. He's putting a lot into it. He looks good. He's got a great spirit about him. He's working out twice a day. So all things are good right now. All right. Now, Julius Randle, though, poured a little cold water on it. He was asked, when will you be back? I think I plan to be on the court April 1st, probably. No, I'm just taking a day at a time. Uh, to be honest, every day I'm getting stronger, I'm getting better. I'm so just taking a day at a time. Just continue just to try to uh, just stay locked in on you know what I have to do. Uh, to continue just to get healthy, not just physically but mentally as well. You know. Now they followed up by saying, "Will you eventually need repairs done?" We'll see. You know, I've heard many different opinions. Both. We'll see. I like how I feel today, as far as you know, getting better and feeling stronger and progressing uh, to where I need to be as far as getting on the court. But I'm never somebody to say never. So ultimately, you know, I have to do what's best for you know myself to have a long career, and, you know, have longevity in this. But training staff has been great, getting me back healthy and you know feeling better. So it's a progress. So obviously. Surgery is still on on the table. Still on the table. Yeah. And he's not guaranteeing that he's going to be back this year. It's trending that way, but there is absolutely no um, guarantee. Now, OG Ananobi, waiting on him, uh, he was asked, will you be back during the regular season? Yeah, yeah, sure. Hopefully. Just follow the doctor's orders, follow the medical staff. It's progressing day by day, but I'm feeling better and better. So, yeah, I want to be back as soon as possible. So there you have it. That's the most important. Then Mitchell Robinson, there's also a chance he could come back. But we're running out of road here. There's not that many games. What, 28 games left? So when you start talking about, yeah, I think he'll be back before the end of the season, but when? Is it eight games left? Ten games? Fifteen? It's going to matter because they're trying to battle to get home court in the first round. Uh, This is a team that looked like they were projecting out to be a possible top three seed. And now you wonder, are they going to finish fifth or sixth, which is basically the path that they took last year. And and, and it doesn't have to be that way, but if they don't get people back, it's obviously, it's going to get tough. Well, and and what do they got, uh, Michael? Boston tomorrow? Uh, They got two really tough games out of the box. Let me see. I think Boston's first, no? Yeah, I think Boston's tomorrow. I'd look on my computer, but... There's, but listen, you can't get in. You and Donna. Are, I, I've been doing IT stuff for four hours. Okay. Uh, they, no, it's Philly. It's a big game. And then Boston. Yeah. Right? Uh, Philly and then Boston at New York yeah. Saturday. Yeah, and then, then they got the layup against Detroit, the third game out. So even even with everybody healthy, those are really two tough games coming out of the box here. And, and now, now it, you're running out of time. And I, they're definitely a playoff team, there's no question. And I guess you get, if you get everybody back in time for the playoffs, you should be okay. Although I do think there's some chemistry to build up because really, how much have they really all played together since the trade deadline? Well, we're talking next. We have to check in with Spike, right? I think so. Spike in St. Pete. Spikey. Hi, Spike. Hey, guys. Well, first of all, Peter, uh, my condolences. Uh, you know, I, I got to digress a little bit and I'll get into that. Uh, I had a similar situation. Obviously, I'm an old man and uh, I have an illness and, and I had to procrastinate on information given to me and I checked it out as thoroughly as possible. I made the decision. I wound up making the incorrect decision because something in between when the procedure was done and when I made the decision changed. I'm fine. I'm not going anywhere till next 
Olympics win another championship. That's what I told everybody. But uh, to be taken from the earth, uh, such a, a wonderful person at, at that age, it just breaks your heart. I don't know how you even... Uh, it's just to count your blessings. All you guys are blessings to all the people that listen, myself included. And Michael always says it, and you make fun of him, and he's dying tomorrow, and the iron lung take nothing for granted. So let me get back to the candy store, otherwise right. I'll fall apart. Um, the Knicks need back in this order. This is the way I see it. Because we, we, we fleeced them, or I hate to use that word too, but we fleeced them in that trade, Messiah Jury. We need to get Hartenstein and Ananobi back, and we can plug Precious Achua, who, in the first four or five games, guys, he didn't play that well, but Thibodeau sat him down with the coaches, and they watched film over and over and over again. He's become a Thibodeau-type player. Yep. No one had any idea. It was a 20th draft pick about three or four years ago, and the kid plays balls to the wall and, and just is a terrific defender right now. I'm not saying we don't need Julius Randle, but the floor's a lot more open. The assists have gone up and the turnovers have gone down. But you can't win without him or with him. It'll be fine. They'll have pressure legs. We'll see how it goes. And, and, and I'll leave you with this. Again, I'm reiterating, count your blessings, guys, because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. You hang in there, Spike. Thanks, Thank you Spike. so much. Yes, for sure. All right, we'll come back, take your phone call. So uh, somebody on Twitter just told Andre, you just got owned. Um, <laughs> but then Andre comes back. It's, fun, it's funny how people, you know, they, they just say what they want. Uh, he said, I can't be crushed, Justin. I just caught the tail end of that. If, if that's what he wants to portray, I understand. By crushing me, as you say, must have struck a nerve. Didn't strike a nerve. You were wrong. What you said was foolish to compare a nine-year-old to a 63-year-old and think I'm still that child. That makes you look bad. Didn't strike a nerve with me. No. I'm just cleaning up the mess that you made on aisle three. So I hope you heard it. I hope yeah. you, since you got the tail end of it, I hope you got the full end this time. Uh, I I just want, yeah, you know what? Yeah, go back and listen on the podcast. You can find it wherever podcasts are available. And you can hear yourself get pwned, as they used to say. And really, I, I remember, Andre, we were close friends at school. Yeah. I mean, to say. Yeah, you grow oh, up. Oh, oh, you, you actually remember this guy? Yeah, I do. Good kid. We, we actually were close. Well, when did he become a yo-yo? I don't know. I mean, huh? we, we drifted apart. I mean. No, one guy grew up and the other guy didn't. Well, I wouldn't say that. No, I'm, I'm just, saying. I'm just saying he's he's Don't saying say that, that right. the nine-year-old Michael right. Kay loved the Yankees so much, so he's got to be that same boy right, now. Because he's the same boy, so he figures everybody else would be. I don't know. Michael's a man. Look at him. He's all man. Look Andre's at Andre's a man too. Look, stop backing off. Yeah, I, this, you, you're so. Your no, game I, is. What's the matter with you? You go him. after people again. Well, finish him, bro. Oh, I did. I, I did finish him off, but I'm not gonna. He's 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 a man. He's a. Well, he, I didn't say that. I'm just saying he. If he thinks of you as a child, I'm not saying he's not a man. I'm saying look at this guy. He's all man. Look at the filth on his face. That disgusting, weird. It's because gr- of you. Gray thing that's growing. Because here. of you. Well, because of my dominance. Yeah. Thank you. Bay Ridge Honda, your go-to Honda dealer serving the five boroughs of New York is celebrating President's Day with their Dollar Down President's Day event. Drive home a brand new Civic or HRV with just $1 down or keep your current ride running smoothly with $1 oil changes. Shop the Dollar Down President's Day event only at your President's Award winner, Bay Ridge Honda, online at BayRidgeHonda.com. $1 down payment with approved credit for well-qualified buyers. Not all will qualify. Oil change plus tax, shop supplies, and disposal fee. Diesels and some models higher limit one per customer up to five quarts of oil no further discounts apply see dealer for details ends 229 24 
Listen up, everybody. It's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference. I have, personally, and let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I needed a ride to the airport and then coming back from out of town, we chose Legends. We could not be happier. They were great. The cars were unbelievable, clean. The drivers were amazingly attentive. I can't recommend them more highly than I'm doing right now. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS. That's 1-888-534-3637. Again, 1-888-534-3637. And use the code ESPN10. ESPN, the number 10, to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's take some phone calls, baby. 5.30 phone banks. Let's do it. Let's go to Raul in Pennsylvania. Raul. Hey, what's up? What's up? It's Raul. How you doing? I'm doing good. I, I, I got I, Michael, don't let, don't let these fans get to you, all right? Nah, I they don't. View. I got some positive news for the TMKS. Okay. I, got, I, I do Uber and limo, and uh, there's a couple of ladies, and they, they always hear you guys, and want to give you a shout out they love it they really? love it man yeah i do over and i do they, do, they do they love our looks raul or, or how we sound Man, yeah I, I, show, I, show, I show them a picture on the podcast they say wow they, they look amazing well, now yeah. he's just are these women I, I elderly <laughs> no I, I, listen sometimes i'm in, I, I, you know i'm working so I, I don't i don't get to to, to listen to you guys so i, I put the podcast 
Love it. So, yeah, just, just you're breaking news everywhere, man. Everybody's loving you. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> and I, I just got a couple of points, uh, two of them. All right. Uh, it's, uh, it's injury related from last year. Like, uh, uh, Don, what do you think Edwin Diaz is going to bring for the table this year? Do you think he's going to bounce back and help the Mets uh, at least get to the playoffs? Well, I don't know. Mike, he, I, I'll just quick. I don't know if he can be as good as he was the year before, but I think he's got an outstanding chance to be an elite closer again. Don't you? He had a question I think for you. I think he'll be the best in baseball. He, he didn't have a bad year last year. He got hurt. He'll be great. No, yeah, I but. You know, it usually goes every other year with these guys. Nah, I mean, could he, could he be at that level he was two years ago? I can't That's, wait to have Timmy again. I I think it ran its course, mm-hmm. quite frankly. But it was fun when it was happening. Do you know that Charlie, you know, he, he pitched a little bit. And, and he, he gave me, like, the, the MP3. He said, can you play this when I come in? And it was Timmy Trump. And I said, no. no, no. But, but even if it wasn't a Met thing, you want to be the dad that like has intro no. music for his son? No. You want to be and that believe guy? Believe me, they, there are all those guys out really? there. Really? Oh, oh, yeah. I got to get ready for this. Um, let's go to Anthony in Jersey City. What's Ant- up, Ant? Hey, what's up, guys? <clears throat> How, you doing? How you doing? Good. Good. So I want to talk a little Yankees, but first, quickly, I want to commend you, Michael, for growing out that disgusting thing on your face uh, you, you just called it I called up last week and got on your case about it saying you would never do it and you're proving me wrong I'm a so. man of my word Anthony. Yeah, I'm a it's good gross, person it's grosser than we thought yeah it's awful <laughs> I, I kind of agree with Don though I think you should shave what you have just the Pusick it'll look even more horrible and that'll be <laughs> well, I, like I thought it would look better but you think it's going to look horrible okay well th- thanks for your um, input so, yeah <laughs> yeah so I, what I wanted to say about the Yankees I'm a little concerned with, like, listen, I'm, I'm very excited for this Yankee season. They had a great offseason. I'm not one of those people who are always hating on them. But I am a little concerned with their third base situation and, and also just their infield as a whole because right now it's basically just DJ penciled in at third, right? No, you've, you've got Bolpe at short and Rizzo at first and Glaber yeah. at first. No, second. I'm talking about third base specifically. Yeah, third base specifically, DJ LeMay is the third DJ. baseman, yes. And I don't feel very confident that he'll be able to play 162 games, let alone play even like really full season. I feel like it's very likely that he's going to get injured. And if he does get injured, then that adds in Peraza as your starting third baseman, who's not been very good offensively since he's been in the league. He has kind of enough plate appearances now to take a look at that. And also... Oswaldo Cabrera has right. been horrible offensively, and it adds kind of both of those guys into that mix because you know the Yankees like to platoon and rest guys. So it's like going from DJ. But to but, but what do you want? I mean, you want you want them to have Greg Nettles behind DJ? I mean, you can't back everybody up with an All Star. You just can't. Yeah, so. no, I don't know. It just feel it feels a little thin. Like if one injury happens in the infield, it, it turns. And, into and DJ is getting to a stage of his career where he could get hurt again. He has gotten hurt, right? I can understand you want to have some depth there, but you're right. You can't have an all-star at every position. No, no, you can't. You can have an all-star at every position. You can't have a backup all-star at every position. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, you can't just replace an all-star with an all-star, but I can understand you being a little dubious that DJ's going to stay healthy all year. Let's go to Nas in Queens. Nas. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, just want to say my condolences to Peter. That's uh, really it's tragic and sorry to let you go through that right now. Um, Thanks, and not a problem. I just want to make a comment about last night's uh, Rangers game. 
So I put in a two-team parlay for Moneyline Rangers and Chris Kreider goal. Okay. Chris Kreider, at the last second, cleared that puck, which went, which went into the goal. It took me 30 minutes to figure out my DVR to put it on slow-mo, but you can see that the puck clearly crossed the line with at least point one. Well, 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 based on the MSG graphic, but I was I called the game, and when I saw the puck going to the net, right, I, I said in my call, this is not going to count because I saw the green light come on, the red light never came on, and I heard the horn before the line crossed. I I didn't think it was really that close. The NHL is still going to look at it because even though the game is already decided. They, they're they going to look at it and see. So just because MSG had point two on their graphic doesn't mean that's what Toronto has, that that's what's in the arena. And I got the sense calling the game that that puck crossed the line after the Did horn. that cost you money, Nas? That cost me a lot of money. I put down a dime, and the two-team parlay was plus 250, so it was going to uh. pay out 2.5K. Well, and listen, but, the um, NHL's not in the business of taking goals away that count. So uh, the, the idea that it wasn't looked at, like I was listening earlier to like people, oh, they don't want the Rangers to have the extra goal. Uh, they hate Kreider. They are going to look to see if it crossed the line, and, and it didn't. It's, and everybody's going off the graphic on MSG, but why does everybody think that that exactly matches what the NHL has? But what, what what could the NHL have? I mean, they, they're getting MSG's feed or the other team's feed. Well, but, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's always in sync with the actual arena. You don't think the NHL looked back to see if that crossed the line? I'm sure they, they, they did. just said, well, listen, it's, it doesn't matter anyway. What's the difference between 3-1 and 4-1? Uh, there are incentive clauses in contracts. Guys want goals to count. And Nas lost 2,500 bucks. Well, I, I don't know if that's their motivation, but it should be, right? I mean, if the goal counts, it counts. You shouldn't just say, oh, well, what does it matter anyway? Now, all all bets usually are a goal and a half, and the Rangers won by two, so it probably doesn't affect that. But for, for parlays or, or incentive clauses in contracts for hitting the 30-goal mark or 40-goal mark or whatever it is, I got the sense, calling the game, that it crossed the line after the horn. Now, if they've got footage from Toronto that say that that crossed the line before the clock zeroed out, I'd like to see it. And not the MSG graphic. I want to see the actual overhead with the clock in the arena and what is synced up to Toronto. That's the one that's supposed to but count. But the MSG, I mean, in, in fairness to MSG, the clock they're showing is the, in, that's the arena clock. It's off the arena clock, right? Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's always... That's not what they... When they when they show... If that went to replay, if that game, for let's sake of argument, uh, there wouldn't be an empty net with the game tied. Right. But let's say there was a situation on whether a goal was scored, whether the clock zeroed out or not. They wouldn't show the graphic on television. They would show you an overhead where the puck crossed, and then they would show the actual arena clock or the clock that they're following in Toronto in a box that would say whether it crossed the line or not. I have yet to see that. All I keep seeing is the graphic on MSG, which I have to assume was out of sync. Otherwise, they would have credited right. Kreider with the goal. Time for Inside the Numbers, brought to you by Eisner Amper. This is Artemi Panarin's fourth season with 75 or more points as a member of the Rangers. He's a seventh player in Rangers history with four or more 75-point seasons, and the first player to do that since... Hmm. Don? Just repeat the question for me. Mm. I can buy a little time. Seventh player in Rangers history with four or more 75-point seasons, and the first player to do that since... Messier? Messier. Hmm. 
9192 to 9697. That's Inside the Numbers. Brought to you by Eisner Amper, a leading business advisory firm helping clients create a winning game plan to transform knowledge into action for your business. Check out Eisner Amper Solutions Insight Resources at EisnerAmper.com slash solutions. Uh, let's go to Bobby in Long Island. Robert. Yeah, hi, guys. Uh, you know, before I get to uh, Judge and the uh, Alonzo, LeMahieu is the oldest uh, uh, non-starter in the uh, first baseman in the league. So, you know, I guess the guy does have a point. Now, let me get to uh, uh, the uh, Alonzo. Uh, you know that Goldsmith, Freeman, and Olsen make under $30 million. There's no way he's getting four. Those are the near three-third first bases that are better than him overall and he's not getting 40 million he'll be even lucky to get 35 now let me get to what i wanted to call about and i'm surprised you guys didn't even mention this yet uh, the judge the judge maintenance toe issue now do you expect him to play we oh, did mention yesterday bobby but go ahead oh i, I apologize I that's apologize. all right i'll okay. forgive you but today was okay um well you know he i don't know if you mentioned this yesterday but you have an immovable object in right field in soto now, if God forbid this guy, judge cannot handle center field close of his toe, what are you going to do? Are you going to sit Stanton and put, you know, uh, Soto at, at the DH and move Judge to right and play Chrism at center? I mean, there's no way to, you're not to put Judge at left because it's too much field. So what happens if you, you know, this is a, you know, a situation where well, the you would, you, it's, it's easy. You put Judge in right and you'd, you'd suck it up and have Soto in yeah. left and play Verdugo in center. And then you think back so him up with Grisham. Well, you just saying you're saying that if his toe is an issue, so Bobby, they don't just throw their hands up in the air and say we give up. They'd have to have Soto play left. He's not a good outfielder, but that's what they'd have to do. Yeah, but I mean, do you think that's going to be that could be a? But big why would problem? it? Why I mean, would his toe be an issue in center, but not in right? He's still standing on his feet. Well, there's less less movement in center field because he's got to you know cover a lot more field in center field than right field. Wouldn't I think? I mean, we'd be doing a lot more running at center. Well, I mean, uh, one, once Dominguez comes back, he's probably in center field. And then if Stanton doesn't hit Bobby, then Soto becomes your DH and then judges and right. But again, if it was such a problem that he's roaming too much real estate in center field, then they'd put him in right. They, they'd suck it up and have Soto in left, which they don't want to do. And Verdugo would play center. It's not like something you'd really weaken your defense, but your, your biggest concern is keeping Judge healthy. I mean, you're painting these dire situations. I, I didn't like when I heard the toe stuff that it, it's going to be it's, with him the rest of his career. It's a chronic situation. Yeah, that's that's a concern. But I, I, I mean, center field or right field, he's still on his feet for nine innings. He's going to have a lot of maintenance days, I'm sure. Well, it's game time. Brought to you by Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey. St. John's looks to improve its lateral movement against Georgetown <laughs> at seven. <laughs> Boy, Rick Pitino really did double down, triple down, triple down. Didn't insult anybody. Said they can't move him laterally, but it wasn't a rip. That's game time. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, triple cash matured Irish Whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew. Try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Uh, we'll come back with the point guard and more of your phone calls. Ian, and at 6. But first, Don wants to tell you about a car. 
I want to tell you about a car, and it's a great car, and it's 2024. You get more at Ramsey Mazda. More selection, more savings for a limited time. They'll waive their first lease payment. Lease a new 2024 Mazda CX-90 for just $399 a month. And now get your first lease payment on them at Ramsey Mazda Route 17 North and Ramsey. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for lease details. Excludes tax, title, and registration. Zero security deposit. VIN R1145418, MSRP41565, and 229.24. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. The Point God. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. How can the Nets be more valuable than the Mets? How? In what world? Now, you say about new building. Well, the, you know, the city field's not old. The Mets are 77th. They're tied with the Memphis Grizzlies. And, and the Nets, they can't give a sniff in their own town. So is it is it the television contract? Is it the build? Like, I need to know what world. And I'm not being Met boy. I'm just saying that the Nets would be more valuable by 22 than a, than a Major League Baseball team in New York. Where are we standing now? This is Wednesday. So how are we looking at? Well, Richard won yesterday. Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, one and one between you and Don. Ah, oh, it's going to be. You yeah, missed that, Peter. It's going to be a Don. Richard got the dub. Yeah, just for the uh, why don't they call it winter training? It's in the winter, not you know, spring. In some ways, it's 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 that strong. It just summed up yesterday pretty well. And then it, you know this sums up yesterday really well. Why do they call it spring training? It's not spring. It should be winter spring. Winter playing, you know, whatever. Winter's training. I think we, oh, we would have heard that. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, but we, yeah, yeah. We'll hear it again. We'll hear it again. I was just trying to be preemptive. You're getting out front. Yeah, yeah, I yeah like what you thank did. you. You see what I'm doing. <laughs> Let's go to Kayvon in Manhattan. Kayvon, what's up? Hello. First of all, I'd like to say to Peter, please accept my condolences on the loss of your friend. And I'd That's like right. to express my gratitude to the Michael K. Show because you're helping me smooth out. You're helping to smooth out a rough patch on my path of life every day. So thank you. I'm sorry you're going through there, man. Thanks, man. I have a what I think is a great idea for a Would You Wednesday. Okay. Now, this is a leap year, which happens to be Thursday, uh, a week from tomorrow, mm-hmm. the 29th. So uh, every leap year, every four years, that becomes Sadie Hawkins Day, where uh, eligible uh, uh, females chase after eligible young men mm-hmm. to capture as husbands. So would you would you rather be chased down by the Wicked Witch or by uh, Elizabeth Taylor and captured? Uh, also, well, wait, 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 make- wait, wait a minute. Is this yeah. is this Elizabeth Taylor when she was, you know, you know, American? Well, any version. Well, wouldn't you? Why would you ever not prefer Elizabeth Taylor over the Wicked Witch? Well, no. I mean, Elizabeth Taylor at eighty. So, but you'd, you'd rather go Wicked Witch. Well, Wicked Witch could be fun. Well, no, why? I think Elizabeth Taylor would be a lot more fun. You don't want to hear stories of legends? Oh, I wasn't thinking about story time. So you're, well, which Wicked Witch? The one that the house fell on, or the one throughout the movie? Because well, that, they're both wicked. The other one, the, the one that lived, was one is the wicked you know, witch of the east. Let me the one with the house on top could have been a smoke show. You don't know. Well, all you saw. I'll was tell the you shoes. what. That gave me bad dreams my whole life. I, I just want to say the legs let, shriveling up. Let me be the only one here to say no hesitation. I'm taking Elizabeth Taylor over the Wicked Witch. Uh, Jar from Oz gave me a great would you. I got it late, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now because we 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 create things. Jar, are you going to are you going to Perth on Saturday for the uh, for the big elimination chamber? Would you rather <laughs> everyone see a naked photo of you, or everyone see a naked photo of your partner? absolutely my partner what for sure but what if she doesn't want to be seen well obviously well see, that's that, the whole that, idea of the- i know but doesn't that doesn't that don it kind of makes it impossible to answer then right because if you're going to tell me then well natalie's going to be crushed you by both it. you both would be crushed so what would you want well, well obviously not, i'd rather take it uh, myself yeah, of course then. but if there but let me be I mean, better jarve no, yeah, no, no. Just I think Jarv knows. Jarv's not asking what Michael's saying, Don. Don's, I mean, My, Michael's ruining it by adding that caveat. <laughs> okay. What Jarv is saying is, would you rather the rest of the world see your partner nude or see you nude? He's not talking about her being upset by it. Hmm. You, if you include that part, obviously you're going to go with yourself. All right, so you'd rather, but I'd rather see the, Natalie than you. Yes, there's no. I mean, uh, nah, the, I think I would go with me. I have no shame. I, I'm, I'm going. Yeah, I don't want everybody to see Jody naked. I'll, I'll, I'll take the hit. Is because my bad, because, my bad because people would love it. Because the better thing is you don't know. Like, you don't know how your wife's going to I think react. it would get me an entirely new uh, fan base. <laughs> I might get an OnlyFans account. The whole deal. The whole thing. Yeah. No, I, I think that... Let me put it this way. 
a nude photo of Natalie comes out, my brand improves. Yeah, a, but a she nude, might. But she may not well, like I it. I know, but I just can't include that part because it makes no fun for me. But a nude photo of me comes out. It, it, there's it kills no brand, your brand. There's no brand approved. See, I, it would it would enhance my brand. You think is that is that how you feel? Yeah, I do. I think feel I'm it. I'm pretty proud right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm fine. Well, you know, Don, you're in a good spot. <laughs> let's, let's go. <laughs> I don't know why Eric in Manhattan. Yeah. Eric. <laughs> Hey guy, what's up? Uh, I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Great, great, great. So I got two quick questions for you. First of which, you know, obviously it was a shock to see John Carlos so thin in spring training. Do we buy into the fact that maybe he's taking a page out of Tom Brady's book and saying I got to be more pliable and less jacked? Uh, second question, it, and I know we've been covering this a couple days now. What is to be gained by Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery just, you know, uh, in purgatory of spring training? Doesn't their value go down the longer time goes on? I, I don't think we're at that point yet, Eric. But obviously, the deeper into spring training it goes, I think the value for the team goes down. And nothing's to be gained other than the fact that they don't have an offer that they think is is worthy of them signing. I think they've backed themselves in the corner. Yeah. Uh, they probably, uh, if if what was reported that the Yankees offered Snell, they should have taken it. So, I mean, he, he wanted like seven years, $210 million. Have you seen his career? I know he has two Cy Young awards, but look at the other years. And Jordan Montgomery is a nice pitcher, and he helped the Rangers win a World Series. But you know you have to be realistic too. He's a, he's a nice pitcher. He's probably a three, not a one or a two. Now Snell would be a two with the Yanks. But and as for Stanton, I think the change was out of necessity. The body was not holding up. Was not holding now, up now, over the last couple of years, so he he ran a lot and got leaner. Now, if you're hoping that some stud pitcher, like God forbid Garrett Cole, gets hurt and the Yankees panic and give Snell what he wants, I mean, but that that's no way to do business. Maybe somebody will get hurt. Well, I mean, if Senga is hurt, maybe the Mets will be involved. Well, maybe, but right now it looks like they're just the maintenance. Now it's still deeper in the spring training when they might have word. And right. Is that any way to do business? Just well, maybe somebody will get hurt. Well, I've always been taught by a lot of people that are smart in business, wishing is not a good plan. Mm-mm. It's a bad plan. Sometimes it works out, but it's not a good plan. All right, we have Ian coming up in just a moment, but Peter is going to uh, get you some better help. Hey, guys. Peter Rosenberg here for better help. Which better help is it, though? Because I can't find my... What a hack. I had the one. Hack. Where's you know hack? what? I'm just going to read the one I have here. It's fine. Um, guys, you've heard me talk about BetterHelp before and how helpful therapy can be in your life. No matter what it is that you're looking for, whether you're looking to recharge your battery, whether you're looking to enhance your relationships, whatever it is that you need from therapy, it could be so useful for making your life better. I know it certainly has been for me. It's helped me out through the hardest of times. So if you're looking to work on coping skills, boundary setting, empowering yourself, so many things, you're considering therapy, consider giving BetterHelp a try. It's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Peter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Peter. Check them out today. 
Hey guys, Peter Rosenberg here to tell you about my friends over at Bath Fitter. They remodeled my bath, did an incredible job, customized it for my needs, process easy, one expert installer, and done in one day. No demo, no mess. Bath Fitter is a permanent, high quality solution with a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers just like me for a limited time get 0% interest or save 500 bucks on a complete Bath Fitter system. Start designing your bath today like I did at bathfitterdesign.com. There's only one Bath Fitter. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.